What's everybody? What's up, everybody? It's Saladin. It has been a busy night for me, um, but it's been a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun today because I'm back to doing what I love, and that's talking a bunch of crap um, and giving my idea and my opinion on certain subjects and stuff like that that I know is very important to our community, to our people, and just in general. Uh, today's subject is probably one of today's subjects is probably going to be a little bit controversial. I really wish I had um, a person that I that can go back and forth with me on this particular episode, but I'm going to leave it open um, that once this episode is published and it's out there, if somebody wants to come back and revisit, we will actually go back and revisit this particular episode and know do it over that way we can have a guest I really want a guest on this particular episode um but uh <laughs> this is crazy uh so this episode is entitled from the chronicles of black man I don't need him I got Jesus it's the church keeping black women single I would love to have a black woman on this episode and honestly I feel that I'm not really doing it justice just simply because I'm a man um, I really want I really think it would benefit actually if I had a black woman on here a particularly a black particularly a Christian black woman or former Christian or doesn't you know a, a, a believer you know because you know and honestly to even even better a person who is deeply rooted in the church and a person who was or maybe not anymore um, or who maybe have a different perspective. I, I really want um, uh, a contrast and a comparison. So I want someone who actually agrees and someone who d- disagrees because I think that's kind of like how we learn. I'm not one of those people who um, preach to the choir. I like to hear opposing arguments. There's a lot of people out there who like to put out that what they believe is their truth and anytime there's an opposing argument or opposing view they get defensive and they 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 just fold because they don't really know how to um handle disagreement um, i think disagreement is fruitful as long as it's respectful i also believe that that you don't really learn until you hear someone who is really um against the your particular position because you get to hear opposing arguments that you perhaps would not have heard you know um, President Lincoln when he created his cabinet after winning the presidency he actually made sure that he put people in his cabinet that actually didn't agree with any of his policies um, I think somewhat you know um, it was a genius because it seems as if he, if you know the buck stops with him so once he made the final decision you know, he heard all opposing views, you know, so I think that is very healthy. I think people need really need to do that more often because people who feel and think they are enlightened only know it from their point of view and they really haven't heard opposing arguments. Okay, um, so we'll get into this, um, the subject matter as far as... <laughs> I don't need him. I got Jesus. Is the church keeping black women single? As you can remember, one of the first couple episodes, I think it was episode two, um, no church in a while, while most black men don't go to church, I kind of alluded a little bit as to why black men don't go to church and why the church is 
mainly filled with black women. Um, if you don't get it, you know, once you, if you finish listening to this one, if you haven't heard that one, go back and check that episode out. Um, and then it will kind of put things in perspective as you're listening to this particular episode. Okay. Um, according to Pew Research, black women are the most religious people in the United States. As far as for women, black women in the South, they come forth as the most religious across the world. We got 7 billion people on the planet. And when it comes to the fourth most religious group of people across the entire planet, black women in the South are the fourth most religious. Most people who look at this believe it's a good thing as it keeps them spiritually nourished. And you can make that argument. I mean, you can make that argument. It keeps them spiritually, you know, spiritually grounded, keeps them spiritually nourished, makes them healthier mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and all that stuff. Um, But some has an opposing view. I chose this segment, I chose this argument, and it was based on an article written by author Deborah Cooper back in 2010. She was a writer um, for the San Francisco Examiner who believed that the black church is keeping black women single and lonely. Now, how many times have you had, seen on social media or the news or just in everyday conversation when a woman goes through a heartbreak or she goes through a breakup or something like that, you'll often hear her say, it's all good, or I don't need him, I got Jesus, Jesus is my man, you know, it, it's deep, it's deep, but anyway, in her article, in her article that was titled The Black Church, How Black Churches Keep African American Women Single and Lonely, what Ms. Cooper did, um, she stated that black church is responsible for the disproportionate number of single black women, with the leadership of the black church predominantly male. We might have to think about that for a while. The church, the predominantly black churches are, are, are led by men. And again, I talked about some of this in my second episode. But the vast majority of the patrons and the people that's in, it's in the church are women. Cooper goes on to say that the leadership mandates that black women should only marry men of their faith and demands that they remain submissive to their husbands. This is this is very interesting because I myself as a Muslim, you know, my wife, um, she's not denominational. She does go to church. Um, she would consider herself more of a spiritual person. But throughout my life, most women that I've dated and married, my second marriage, were Christian. Um, but you kind of run into a problem when you have the episode two where most black men don't go to church and you have black women who go to church but they're being told by the men, their leadership in their church that they must marry within their faith but there's not a lot of options. There's not a lot of options in the church. You know, you find some that's you find some men that's not necessarily interested in women um, for other reasons. Um, some of them are too old and are married themselves. Some are too young. And the ones that are available find themselves playing between multiple women. 
or in some cases, don't want to find themselves in the sheets of the pastor at that church, who's also married himself. So when you do that, when you're telling them that they must marry within their faith, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean inside that church, but when you're telling them that they must, they can only marry men of their faith and demands that they remain submissive to their husbands, then you have to ask, you know, it's a numbered game. Um, and then you have to ask the question when it talks about submissive. The, the, the word submissive to black women has a negative connotation. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that when we, to go back really quickly, when we talk about men who don't go to church, there are plenty of good men out there who don't go to church. It doesn't mean that they're non-believers. It's just they don't follow the traditional edicts and they don't religiously go to a building every Sunday to worship God or find them ways to worship, you know. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't find a good man out there. So if you are, if you are finding yourself only wanting to marry someone of the same faith, I mean that's your prerogative, and it's good. I mean, and, and if that's what works for you, then it's all it is what it is. But you may be limiting your options. Um, and who knows, you know. You know, sometimes you as a person is the only Bible somebody may ever read in life. So, you know, you may find a good man and you might want him to be deeply religious as you or doing whatever that, you know, perhaps, you know, if you give that man a chance, he may go to church with you. I don't mind going to church with my wife. I'm a confident man in my faith and in my belief. I grew up in the church, so it's not like I'm going to see something that I've never saw before. So I'm just not going to limit myself. Um, and then we get back to, to submissive. To submissiveness. It's a bad word. It's an S word. What does submissive mean? You know, um, I married an alpha woman. My woman is very dominant. She's very headstrong. She's very smart. She's very intelligent. Um, we're partners. Um, sometimes she can stray off sometimes and want to do our own thing and you know me I'm strategic sometimes I might even let her do that you know because she may feel that her way and her option is the best option and I might feel the total opposite but I'm kind of strategic with mine so I'll let her go and make you know and make certain decisions on her own or she makes a decision and if it doesn't pan out then she can't say that she didn't she can't one she can't say that she didn't try two she can't say that I didn't allow her to try and if it didn't work it didn't work so now we can go try my option without argument. But if it, if, if it did go the way that she wanted it to go, then it benefits us both. You know. Um, but she's also a lady. She also recognizes me as a man. And she doesn't have a problem with stepping down or stepping back and allowing me to take control because there may be things that I might just, there may be things that I just, I make the most sense on it. And as a man, I, I humble myself. And if my wife is saying something that it makes more sense because I'm a logical person, she'll tell you. I'm a logical person. If it doesn't make sense to me, it's off the table. It makes absolutely no sense. No, I'm not doing it. But if so, we'll go with that. All right. Um, so back to Cooper's article. Cooper's article claims that the black church is interested in maintaining high numbers of single black women as members of their congregation. This goes back to the second episode where I talked about how the church seems to preach to the choir, how 
day, the message of the church seems to only focus on the women and the messages that is being told is there to keep the women coming back because the women are the majority of the congregation and they, they give offering and they tithe religiously, which brings the income into the church and they must maintain that. But you're not going to be able to do that if you're bringing a message that's more attractive for men, even though you're trying to get men into the church. So they got to keep the women coming back to this church in order to keep this thing, this cash cow flowing, um, you know, in this building fund that they've been having for the past 25, 30 years. It's, it's just the way, it's just, it's just the way that it works, you know. Um, in one of her points that was widely supported, she cites the fear among black women to question things going on in the church as a reason why black women remain. Let me say that one more time. In one of her points that was widely supported, she cites that fear among black women to question things going on in the church as a reason why black women remain. It's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around because when I think of black women, I grew up around very powerful black women in the home and in my career. Most of my career, most of my bosses were women. The vast majority were black women. So when I hear fear in black women, it just, it's kind of hard to make that connection because most of the black women I knew had no fear. Um, but, but now we're dealing with a religious context dealing with spiritual and emotional connections and things of that nature so it may cause people to react and to you know to to act differently she advises that women should be ready to use their brains to distinguish between what's right and what's wrong so that they are not led by blind flock that makes sense so basically she's saying black women have this fear the leadership in the church so they just go along and don't say anything even if it doesn't necessarily make sense and what she's saying to them and I'm not saying I'm not really saying that I agree or not you know well let me say this I, I actually kind of agree that the church is keeping black women single with the messages that, that they bring um, but you know I'm willing and ready to hear opposing arguments and opposing views but basically um, what Ms. Cooper is saying that black women in the church need to be ready to use their brain and to make common sense decisions. And they know what's, they know they are able to distinguish between what right and wrong. And when they do that and they know the difference between right and wrong, they're not blindly led the flock. It appears that every, you know, women in other races are being, they're, they're getting married families are enjoying life but the women who are most deeply deeply religious and praying for God to bring them a man are the ones being left out the most you know and sometimes they're praying for this man this perfect man to come along with the assumption that they are ready for this good man and perhaps what they should be praying for and asking for is to make them the woman that that good man needs. National statistics reveal that more than 40% of black women have never been married, compared to about 20% of white women at the same time. Black women who 
who divorce are less likely to remarry. There was a, um, I think there's a a statistic that says, I think this was just in women in general, that you're more likely to be killed by a nuclear bomb or by a terrorist attack than to be a woman and get married over the age of 40. That's crazy. That's deep. Uh, But I also think it's just a lot, as I said before, it's a lot deeper. Um, How often have we heard a black woman say, as I said before, after a heartbreak or a breakup, they don't need a man. They have Jesus. Jesus becomes this man in their life. And not to knock a person's belief, but can a spiritual deity fill the void of a woman's needs? And are black women set in expectation of this perfect of perfection of their Lord and Savior on us as mere mortals, as mere men. Because he, in the religious sect, and in Christianity, Christ is perfect. He has no flaws. So, you know, as a single woman, if, if, if you don't need a man in Christ, and you have Christ, and you have Jesus, then Jesus is perfect. So now... No matter what happens, he's perfect, but and, and it can't be changed because that's something that's just you're not going to do. So now, when it's time to meet a man, you're comparing this mere mortal to this deity that you believe is all perfect and all wise. So no matter what they do and what they say, any slight of imperfection rules us out of the running of becoming a potential mate, thus also, thus also leaving you lonely. So how do we change this? What do we do to change that? What must black women do to change that? What must we as black men do? Do we have to go back and and become members of the church in order for the, the percentage of black women to get married? But then that goes back again changing the message of the church to get the black man back into the pews because there's reasons and there are some of the reasons are valid as to why black men no longer go to church so it's kind of working against you because the churches aren't really preaching and bringing the message that men want to hear to bring them into the church but yet they're telling women that you need to find a man who shares the same faith so it's kind of like it gets confusing know um i don't typically like to give relationship advice i really don't like to tell people what to do you know um some people take this equally yoke thing very seriously but what's wrong with dating someone of of uh, a different religious background you know it doesn't necessarily mean something's wrong or you're going to go to hell or anything like that you're living in your options. So, I don't know. I think, as I said before, I think this would have been a much more fruitful conversation. And I really do want to revisit this one, but I want to have black women on here. I know a couple that probably would be very interested in on this subject and talking about this stuff like that because I think it's a very important subject. Um, in our community because this also leads to this epidemic also leads to um, single family homes Um, it doesn't mean that 
just because people aren't married, they can't raise families and stuff like that in a separate household. I've done it. You know, I'm doing it now. You know, I'm on my second marriage, but, you know, my ex-wife, she lives about 25 miles away, um, south from here, um, and we have children together. You know, you know, it's not like how it used to be, but, you know, it can be done. It's not ideal. You know, my, my wife was married before as well, you know. But if we want to eliminate, and I, I can't say eliminate because there's nothing that's 100%, uh, but if we want to work on getting the black family back together again, we have to start having these open and honest conversations with one another on, you know, how, on what the problems are. And we have to be open and we have to be honest and we have to accept responsibility for our own inactions. We have to expect, expect because it's easy for us to point the fingers um, you know, black women love to point the finger at the black man and tell us what we're doing wrong. And black men love to point the finger at the black woman and tell them what they're doing wrong. But we don't point it at ourselves. And accept it. Accept our flaws. You know, we have to do that and then ask ourselves, what's the prescription for healing? So, once again, um, if you listen to this, please leave a comment or a voicemail if you have any thoughts on today's subject. You can subscribe to get a notification for more episodes. If you have any ideas for more episodes, please feel free to leave that as well. If you want to be a guest, let me know through voicemail or through message. Um, The views are going up. The listeners are going up. I'm really excited about this. Um, I'm probably going to drop three more episodes next week as well. I really haven't gotten the titles yet. Actually, one of the titles is probably going to be on child support. And whether child support is supposed to be used for um, household bills like rent, utilities, and stuff like that. This is a hot subject. Um, So I I really expect to get a lot of clicks on that one. Um, But I still want to hear from the people. Uh, But until then, this is fun. I'm about to drop this episode. So this is like the third one that I did tonight. I'm hungry. I'm about to go eat something. Um, Call my wife. Tell her I love her and go watch some TV. (laughs) So until next week, y'all be good. Be good to each other. Peace.